0: So many, many years ago, I was approached by an ex-player. I had a player, Robbie Slater, lovely, lovely guy. He played at Blackburn. He played at West Ham. He's an Australian player, and we spoke about different players. and And I had a player fall into my hands that I went to watch, and he was sensational. And at the time, Newcastle were the club. Kevin Keegan was the manager. They had people like Aspria playing there. Les Ferdinand, yeah, this was a real team. And I thought this player would be magnificent there. So I told Kevin, now I don't know who Kevin sent to watch the player. In my opinion, and it's only my opinion, this player was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I only watched him for 45 minutes. He was brilliant. Kevin sent someone to watch him. Now, at that time, let's say the first division, let's call it the championship, because what it was, it was the Premier League, then the first division. But let's, for the, the sake of words, let's call it the championship. At that time, Wolves were bottom of the championship. And I remember Kevin sent someone to watch him and Kevin called me, said, Silky, we've been to watch the player. And in our opinion, and it's not his opinion, it's just whoever went to watch him. In our opinion, the player is not good enough to play for Wolves. So I said, Kev, who did you send? Stevie Wonder. <laughs> i never forget this. He said, well, it's an opinion. I said, well, I have to tell you, you are so far out, it's scary. So what I did, I called a friend of mine whose brother-in-law was in charge of a huge, huge club abroad. And I said, they've got to go and watch this player. He was cheap. He was 1.2 million pound. So you got to go and watch him. And at that time, five million was a big price, six million. So at one point two, even then he was cheap. I said, the guy will go and watch him, because he's fantastic. So he spoke to his brother in law and he come back, a guy called Maurizio come back to me. He said to me, Silky, we know the player. My brother in law knows the player because he was working Maurizio for the youth team, scout for the youth team. He said, We know the player. He knows you're a great judge. So we're gonna go and watch him again. And they bought the player. And obviously I didn't get paid yeah. Yeah. But what they did do Because there was no transfer windows then For four years running After that They gave my wife and I Free holiday in Italy For one month Any hotels we wanted to go They picked up the bill for four years The player's name was Zinedine Zidane (laughs) And whoever Kevin went To (laughs) watch him Said he
3: couldn't play but Wolves Oh, did, did seriously Wolves turn down Zinedine Zidane? No, not Wolves, Newcastle. Oh, it was Newcastle
0: turned them down. Newcastle, yeah, Kevin Keegan at Newcastle, yeah. Because Kevin, obviously it wasn't Kevin because Kevin didn't see him, but Kevin sent oh, sent somebody to watch him God. and they just said he couldn't play. They couldn't he couldn't play for Wolves. did not to have to play for Wolves, who oh, were bottom of the championship. Yes. And, and the guy I spoke to was uh, Maurizio Peveral, and his brother in law was Roberto Bettiger. And at the time, Roberto Bettiger was running Juventus. What a player he was, as well, Bettiger. Yeah, and they ended up selling him for about, I think it was about 46 million they sold him for.
3: <laughs> I'm sure you've seen that picture.
1: Yeah, so did you yeah.
3: feel, John, when you were walking away from the team that you supported as a kid, your dream was to play for Manchester United, did you feel that part of that dream was being taken away or did you feel as though you were walking into a bright new tomorrow with Don but, Reeve in this team that he was assembling at Leeds United?
1: Well, what happens, John, when you're a kid, you have dreams. Yeah. Right? You dream about things. But, but then you have to. Then it becomes reality. Yes. You know, in my situation at Old Trafford, it was no longer a dream. Yeah. You know, this is my future. And Matt Busby had lost confidence in me. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the, what was said at Old Trafford, nobody leaves Old Trafford and does well. In fact, when 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 I asked for the transfer, I mean, Matt didn't hesitate. He said, yeah, yeah, that's OK. Uh, and Wilf McGuinness said at one stage, a few days later, go up and see the boss and he might change his mind. Yeah. Because that was the mood at Old Trafford. Nobody does Old Trafford, um, Nobody leaves Old Trafford and does well. And nobody really wants to leave. Well, I did. I was having a bad time at Old Trafford. So I, my, in my head, I was only 22 at the time. My, in my head, it was, well, this is a great club for Dennis Law and Bobby Charlton. And that's great. That's great for them. It's not great for me. So I, I thought, well, I want to go. Uh, because I couldn't see any future uh, there for me. I couldn't keep going at the way I was going. The confidence would have been totally gone. So I thought, well, if I go into transfer list and somebody comes in for me, it means that they, they rate you. You're, yeah. start, you're starting from scratch there. Yeah. And that, that was that's what happened with Don. Don came in and Don was sort of taking me away from Old traffic. I didn't read. It. I thought it was just a photograph at the time, you know.
3: Absolutely, and to a, a, a brand new start at Leeds United. You got Billy there, um, that you, that you formed. I would say, arguably, the greatest double act, a better double act than Lauren Lardy and Malcolm and Wise and, <laughs> yeah. and any of the double acts that we That's, know. That was off
1: the, that was off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> now the great, the the, the big reason I, I was I was influenced to go to Leeds, who were in the second division then, yes. was Bobby Collins. Yeah. Bobby Collins was ten years older than me. but I played against Bobby Collins when we got to Everton. So I'm playing for Celtic. And he was one of my heroes, one of the great players. And I thought, well, if Bobby Collins has gone to Leeds, they must be doing something. Yeah. They must be doing something. And I know from Christmas to the end of the season, they made a really good run at, at, at getting promotion. They finished fourth, I think, at that particular time. So when you're making a move, Paul, as you know, you're in the lap of the gods. Nobody knows how a move is going to work out. You know, you're taking a chance on it. It's always a chance. And I was very lucky. I had me two angels on my shoulders and that uh, it worked out as well as it did at Leeds. Nobody, nobody could foresee that. I couldn't foresee it. But you just had to take it On the, at the time. Uh, I was only on the transfer list for two days. But I really did want to get away from all
3: media. You didn't just blow kisses whilst on the football pitch. You sat down and gave kisses as well, didn't you?
4: <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I thought you were talking about sitting on the ball. Yeah, I, well, the, <laughs> we're going to come to that
3: in a bit because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. still at the beginning of Sheffield and moving on and going back. But that yeah. that kiss with Alan Birchnell because uh, you pretty much replaced Birch, didn't you, at Sheffield United? He'd moved on.
4: Yeah, that was that's dead right. He he uh 60 60 late 67 yeah. he, he went to chelsea and yeah. i came early 68 so yeah I, I i more or less uh replaced him and uh and mick jones went at near you know before that 68 christmas um sorry 67 christmas new year and, and them two went and and i came and uh yeah you, you could say i replaced him yeah but the the, the the kiss happened. I think it was seventy four five, yeah. something like that. And um, we, were, I, I think we were defending, and we ended up doing a, a. It was like it really was synchronized. It was we we both did tumbled over head over heels. It was, and we both sat there, and he just turned around and said, Give us a kiss because we we knew each other from playing against each other, and and he was he's a lovely bloke anyway. And, and uh, so I did. Oh, and we kissed on the lips, and 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 there was one photographer there, probably made a fortune out of it.
3: It is sad that the photographer makes fortune out of it, and you and Birch made absolutely zip. Which it should be really the other way around. But you did court controversy because it wasn't just the kiss. They were going balmy, weren't they? The public.
4: Yeah. Um, well, apparently it was. I mean, it was in the papers the next yeah. day and. And um, apparently it was the first ever kiss on the lips in the world ever. And um, through two footballers and it got in magazines abroad and stuff like that. But Birchie, Birchie um he made a few bob out of it for charity because every he, he used to send me pictures of it and I'd sign them and he and I'd send them back to him and he'd he'd be raising money for his charities and he must have made thousands and 1000s He got a bloody MBE or something for, for all that. And I, I was, I was bloody signing these things and, and sending them back to him. But uh, he, you know, we, 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 we redid it a couple, if that's the word, yes. it's not, but uh, uh, we did it at Leicester a couple of times because he used to run around the pitch for charity at the end of the season. And I, I'd go there and we, we actually set it up that we, that we kissed again. And, and we got, he made a few hundred quid out of that. And we've done it. We've done it again in Sheffield and stuff. And he's, it's all for his bloody charities, not mine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But again, Birch was one of the characters of the game, wasn't he? And another player that when he went on the pitch, he wanted to entertain. We had characters. I think these days we haven't got so many characters, and that's why we love and and always love to indulge in those great Halcyon days of the 70s with you guys. So you signed on at Sheffield there as a as a young'un as a forward. And it wasn't until a couple of seasons later that you had a chat with John and says, Look, John, I, I fancy playing midfield rather than up front. And then I guess the the blue touch paper of Tony Curry was truly lit.
0: And you can catch the full length version of this podcast at www.patreon.com forward slash srbmedia.
2: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.